Welcome back to The Story Goes. My name is Mike O'Mara, and I am sitting here on a way too cold just after Easter uh, Monday um, with someone I've known for a very long time. It seemed that this has uh, been a, a bit of a trend in the podcast thus far, which is making me feel very, very old. But this is not about me, so let's introduce our guest. Our guest today is Silvana. Say hi, Silvana. Hi. And let's start today by giving a tiny bit of a um, kind of thumbnail of who you are for our listeners. So who are you, Silvana? What, what's your deal? <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm a student. I would say that's a big part of my life right now. Okay. Um, I'm a student to Paul, which is also where you went. So yeah, Blue Demons. That's cool. Um, I haven't been to a game yet. <laughs> I don't think I ever went to a game, and I was there for five years. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm a student. Um, do some uh, some weird jobs. I work with Mike. Um, I've been a choreographer at ETC for a couple of years now. Oh, so the listeners have no idea what that is. So uh, <laughs> I run a I run a music school called ETC Music School, and Silvana here has been working with me for a couple of years as a choreographer. Okay, go. Yes. Um, yeah. So I mean. Otherwise, I'm just kind of knocking about. I'm trying to teach myself guitar. Okay. That's going. And uh, can you give our listeners, uh, I, I find it rude to ask people for their ages, even when they're obviously young like you are, but if you want to, you can tell them how old you are or about how old you are. 12, 37. You're about 12? 21. Okay. I'm 21. Which, which one? Okay, 21. Yeah. All right. Um, and you said that student uh, is the title that, if you had to give yourself one title, is the the overarching overarching one right now. Mm -hmm. um, do you like that? No. 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 Why? I, um, I kind of I really enjoy learning things. Okay. Um, I do not enjoy being at school. Mm -hmm. um, because I think it's very rigid. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to like, because I want to study different things. Like I want to know, there's so many things that I'm interested in still. And there's, uh, I definitely, especially in like a, uh, an academic mm -hmm. uh, way, I don't want to just be pinned down. <laughs> um, and it's very hard. You know, you can't just like hop around as much as you'd like. You can't change mm -hmm. things as much as you'd like, obviously, because there's like financial restrictions mm -hmm. and you don't want to be there for like ages. Sure. Um, because I'm also someone who wants to... Um, Change the world. I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Give me... You said you're into a bunch of things. You mm -hmm. want to study a whole bunch of things. Yes. Uh, give me a uh, like a, a bullet bullet point. Like what kinds of things do you want to study? What's um, your top three, top four things that you want to learn more about? Ooh. Well, I mean, I've always, always been into the arts okay um just uh, not not necessarily even like even in a deeper like philosophic way although that's definitely like an area that's interesting mm -hmm. but like i'm I, I i enjoy performing so like if i could learn more about performing spend more time just like going through the details and really like mm -hmm. trying different things the technique of performing yes and what kind of performing are you talking about um theatrical musical uh, yeah definitely theatrical theatrical yeah okay yeah um, I'm also really interested in like science and I've, I haven't really gotten into the technical area of it, but I really love the theories and like the idea of working on that, mm -hmm. you know, cause it's so expansive, mm -hmm. but it's also very, um, you know, something that we all interact with on like you know, on a daily basis. And it's just like, it's a part of the universe in a very small scale way and also in a very 
macro stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. Um, and technology, like obviously that's like that's a big thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a big industry, so that's that's kind of appealing just because like you know you could really like get in there and kind of find a nook and be comfortable like financially speaking, but also just because it's like. It's a very creative venue, I feel. And I like, mm. I like, like, mostly what I'm interested in is creative elements. Okay. So, um, you, that kind of covers everything. You realize, <laughs> you realize that you're interested in everything? Yeah. So that's, that's a big problem for me. So, so you're, you brought up some, you brought up, a, you brought up like a good point and something I think that I, I want to kind of, uh, before we get into the main meat of, of, uh, of today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about, um, um, the idea of not, being able or maybe i could say it in a more positive way like maybe not wanting to quote unquote settle or like be settled in one area because it's like you just kind of said everything so you like the arts and you like technology and you like sciences so that like that's pretty much life i mean it's pretty much everything um which on one hand i'm 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 envious of you because i feel like in my own life i have a passing interest in most things and I certainly like learning from other people that like other things that I don't necessarily like or that I don't necessarily know. But if I, you know, if someone was like, okay, Mike, you have to go back to school for the rest of your life. What are you going to study? I'd probably still pick the same thing I did mm-hmm. because that I know what I love, you know, mm-hmm. and, and everything else I don't feel is worth all that much time for me anyways. Um, so I guess my question is, do you find it difficult kind of living an existence where you it seems like you are passionate about lots and lots of things. Do you feel like that's hard because no matter what you end up doing today, you feel like you're settling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's kind of, I mean, that to an extent might be a matter of, hey, you kind of, I could put more time and effort into kind of picking a, a route. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm someone who in general is kind of like a, I like to bounce around. I like to like, new stimulus like get it like mm-hmm. getting new things to try out and like mm-hmm. learning how to do different things mm-hmm. and like not in a passing way like definitely i want to respect a subject sure and my interactions with it and then my representation of like learning it mm-hmm. but um yeah no i do i do have a hard time with that because like every single one thing is just you know it's that single approach mm-hmm. to this subject or to the to an idea like it's or even if like the idea only exists in that um, field, like you know, it's just it's one thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's one thing. So I definitely like, I definitely do have a hard time with that. And then in school, it's just you're committing so much. Right. It's really just that like it's not a matter of time. Like I wouldn't mind doing different things for like the rest of my life. Like just sure. like going back to like studying all these different things. Sure. It's like really just that like you need a major and you need like a life plan and it, like also just it's very expensive. Uh, yeah, so you've brought up finances twice now. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure that we'll talk a little bit more about that because it affects all of us all the time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it would be hard for you even to pick one thing if money were no object? Or do you think that a lot of the things that you are kind of bouncing around with at this stage of your life is because you feel the pull between thinking about stability financially uh, as you go forward in life and feeling the other side pull you to like things that you're just passionate about that maybe will not promise any money or lots of money um i mean i definitely yeah i think that's part of it Mm -hmm. sure i mean 
Yeah, if there were no financial restrictions, I think I would probably do different things. But I mean, like, oh, that's yeah? true for everybody. I think for a lot of people, it's probably true that you could, like, or maybe not. I don't I, know. I think it depends on the person, but yeah. I think it's interesting to talk about. Um, okay, so that's a thumbnail sketch of Silvana. <laughs> and we've obviously got a lot to dig into because you're into a bunch of different stuff. But as I uh, begin every one of these episodes, mm-hmm. I like to say, um, tell me a story, or at least let's start a story and mm-hmm. see where the conversation goes, that that kind of tells us something um, that changed you or that impacted you in a great way. And this can be um, something about a person, a place, a particular experience, something you read, something you did. Um, so where would you like to begin? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to start us off with today? Um, okay, well, the thing I was thinking about, I guess, that changed me, um, well, there was, I don't know, this is sort of, this cliche, I don't know. There was... (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes cliches Um, are cliches for a reason. That's fair, that's fair. Um, so, I guess something, well, fairly recently, um, was that I had, I had a relationship, uh that I kind of didn't um it wasn't necessarily like I didn't try to like keep things from this person but Mm. they didn't mind like all the other like terrible things that they saw uh Mm. just like as like because I would it was kind of a rough time in my life Mm -hmm. um and I wasn't necessarily talking about a lot of it but it was Mm -hmm. it was apparent in my in your actions yeah yeah just in in my demeanor and everything it was and it's kind of a mess okay but um they were someone who i don't know i mean it was kind of a weird circumstance um but despite that um i didn't or maybe because of that maybe that kind of helped it because it was something that we knew going in there was a set time to it Mm. so it was only going to go so far before things were going to definitely change Mm um and yeah, no, he was, it was just somebody who didn't have an issue with the, you know, with me and my issues. <laughs> and I, uh, it was a really, that had an impact on me because I think something that I, that I, that's gone with me into every one of my relationships up to that point mm-hmm. was you, you know, there's always a, there's a, there, there's a necessity per, for a performative element oh, in okay. every relationship because people know you mm-hmm. and then past a point they don't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time uh, people lose interests or they don't want to deal with something. Oh, because of things they learn later, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say <laughs> there's definitely like a, a golden period Mm-hmm. When people first meet you, and and they like you, if they if they do happen to like you, sure. And then, um, you sure. know, past that, you have okay. Then you know we've got some sort of like ongoing active relationship, and that's another thing. But then like, there is always, I guess, like a depth past that point as well mm-hmm. that you can like, that's there, and that sometimes people might get into, mm-hmm. depending on like what they're there for, what they see, um. And like, I don't think, and I don't know, I just, my experience has been that people don't know how to deal with that or they can't deal with it. And like a lot of it, I don't know, at least for me, it's like 
that sort of thing isn't something that you can like it's not something that other people can really interact with anyway hmm. and i don't like i guess so the thought process for me is just kind of been like because i'm somebody who likes to do things like everything is like can something can we can we i'm kind of like a let's you're action oriented yes goal oriented yeah and that's that's kind of not a great approach to people because you can't like you can't say hey you can't set goals for other people like you can set goals for yourself and that can fall apart you know um but you and you can you can set them for other people um but that's really it's not your place and you can't really do anything about that and just doesn't work that way so i guess it's part of me that's kind of like i just think that there's a lot of things that's like oh when it comes to to things that I am or do or whatever that mm-hmm. just like it doesn't nobody else wants a part of that and that's not something that I could like even I wouldn't even know how to like bring that out with other people anyway okay so mm-hmm. that was a lot <laughs> no no I, I think this I mean I, I applaud you for for bringing this up because I, I think that a lot of people and I would include myself in this, of course, um, I think struggle with the same kinds of things. I think that you are entirely correct that in whatever kind of relationships we have, whether they be friendships or, or romantic or whatever, um, I think there are always masks that everyone wears, right? Mm-hmm. And there are always roles that everyone is playing um, based on a lot of things, um, a lot of factors, and it can be hard when you're so used to playing the role that you believe is acceptable Mm -hmm. to kind of take that mask off for anyone because you get used to telling yourself first of all you get used to being in the costume so much that it's scary to be outside the costume and secondly you get so used to the narrative that you've woven for yourself that maybe isn't the full truth that you're that it's terrifying you know, to suddenly flip the script on someone, as it were, especially if you're really, really close to them, if you become someone's really close friend, or if you're in a romantic relationship with them, and you're getting really serious with that person. So I want to talk, and I think that we, 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 we have to go back and talk about this. So I'm sorry. So I'm sorry if it, if, if, if and if any of this is, is, is too um, deep or vulnerable or whatever, you can, you can go ahead and tell me to, to shut up. But um, I'm going to go back to what you said. Okay, so so you were talking, um, so you this was a person that you were with for a while. Mm-hmm. And you said that um, a couple of the factors in this relationship where you knew it was going to end, or if not end, if it was going to change drastically from the beginning, you mm-hmm. from the start, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, was, was it easier knowing that, that, that there was a definite end um, to maybe take risks emotionally that you wouldn't otherwise because you were like, well, I mean, like, he's either going to leave now or he's going <laughs> to leave anyway. So, uh, you know, I might as well. And then and then my second question, then I'll let you talk for a bit again. Um, if you don't mind, what are some of the... Because you talked a lot about you have these... You said you have these issues or these things about you that other people, at least in your experience, you feel haven't been able to accept. Um what are some of those like or if you could boil it down what what's what's one of those maybe that you think was just so unacceptable by other people that that maybe was by this person hmm. okay um okay so the first question um was the easier knowing that there was yeah. gonna be an end um, or at least did it change your approach if it wasn't easier um 
you know, it's hard. Like, it's hard to like to say how ex- situated I was like at the time, as opposed to looking back on it and saying, "Oh yeah, obviously I like knew and I was settled with it." It was, um, I don't know, because like it kind of it wasn't a plan in the first place. So it was kind of like a surprise when it happened a little. It bit. It wasn't a plan to be with this person, right? No, okay. it just kind of happened. Okay. Um, don't they always? <laughs> and then um, I didn't know right away that. Um, it was gonna like end oh, sure, it. yeah sure, so sure. that wasn't like he wasn't like walking around with a sign he was like yep it says date me because in three months i'm out <laughs> yeah um right so i don't know kill i would go back i think i went back and forth on it because mm. like it was sort of um wow i really i don't enjoy the fact that you're leaving right. um but also it's kind of like yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna be here and so I might as well put all the cards out on the table and see what that does. I mean, there wasn't there's was a certain element, there's a pressure that wasn't there. I don't know what exactly the word would be if I had to describe that pressure, mm-hmm. but it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um maybe kind of maybe kind of like that a, a extra layer of just like the commitment that you have to figure out that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean it was easier in that sense just because oh there there wasn't that box. You didn't have to there weren't any uh, like upcoming names that hmm. you had to give it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, it was hard knowing like and especially as it got closer to it, you know, when we spent more time together, then yeah. it, was, it got harder to say, "Oh, well this is going to end. This is, you know." Right. Um but I also just think you yeah, I'm I'm kind of a destructive personality type in relationships you're destructive explain that's that's so dramatic no that's it's it it is what it is if that's the word that comes to you that's i just want to know what you mean by that yeah um well i mean i'm not a very i mean a i haven't had i haven't that's not even true either (laughs) how about you just say it we'll analyze it later right um i think I don't, I don't like being in long term. I mean, like I do, I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. I don't like being in them mm-hmm. though. I mean, at the same time, I kind of do, but I also mm-hmm. kind of don't. Just because, are they, like, are they scary? Um, yeah, I, I'm not not necessarily just like for the traditional reasons because I'm better than that. Um, mm. no, but like, I no, uh, they're scary. Oh, it's not even scary. Just kind of like, eventually, you hit a point where you don't know what, and maybe it's like. You have to... I, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit my coffee here Sorry. while you start another 10 sentences. <laughs> we pull out a notebook. We can start taking a score. It becomes like a drinking game. Um, So, just because... In the same way that I like doing different things and yes. learning different things. When you're with one person, oh, you... Oh, that's so boring, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Yikes. <laughs> you said it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not... It's like... I mean, I'm, is that how you feel? Well, no, but it's just... You can come to know somebody and then realize that that is all you're going to know. You know what I'm saying? And like, not in the sense that, oh, they'll never surprise me again. I know what they're going to say at any given moment. Because like, I'm not like, I'm not that presumptuous. It's not like that. But it's mm-hmm. like. Maybe it's a worry it's, rather than a no- rather than knowledge that you're going to learn. Is it that what it is? It's just that you don't like. I don't know, cause like, or, or maybe that you'll only like know this much of them, and there's not anything else in that point in time that you're going to 
be able to give each other mm. and just like and i'm not even trying to think about it just from my perspective which is also presumptuous assuming that i could approach the relationship from both of our points of views but i try to keep in mind the fact that like I am also somebody who's supposed to be giving to this relationship. Sure. And it's like, I know, <laughs> I might not know you or maybe I, what, like whatever. Like it's not at a certain point, I know myself. And it's like, I hmm. just like, there's nothing more I can give this. There's nothing more I can give you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more I want to give you. And mm-hmm. it's like, not even like a, I don't like you. Like, I like you fine. But like, I don't want you to. There's, is it a, uh, do you feel like if, if someone is with you, they are, um, maybe um being sold short do you feel like yeah because you because there's a point at which you don't want to share anymore yeah. okay. and i've had it's also been a reoccurring theme where guys will be like hey you know what you're very closed off do you want to ever change that and i'm like no so <laughs> bye so what what why do you think that is that what? i'm closed off yeah um i mean a lot of reasons give me one <laughs> I think that one of the larger ones is just you know family is just like what how I grew up and how that how growing up was received mm. and also I'm just like a pr- more private person which may not come across by I mean I talk a lot but that's not the same thing as not being a private person I think someone can talk a lot and <laughs> yeah. not say a lot yes yeah so I would say I, I'm definitely that kind of person um, I feel like we're at a crossroads right now in this conversation um, I feel like we can talk. We can we can talk about the family stuff if mm-hmm. you want, or we can talk about. It's kind of like we can talk about the origin if mm. you'd like, or we can talk origin about source. the results. It's like Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a. I want you. Like I want you to steer whichever way you want to take this, because I think that what you said is incredibly telling. But I <laughs> want you to be able to tell it the way from the perspective that you feel most comfortable so i will just ask you this um so what about that family (laughs) stuff um well i don't know because like it's also at this point in time i have been so immersed in the in the past and and Mm. and, um uh getting out of things that Mm -hmm. it is like i cannot sit here and say i have gotten into more things which is frustrating for me because it's like you want to establish yourself as an individual and that's like the parts of you that matter most i i I would like to you know i think i'm not being for everybody i say like for for me that's what matters most to me um, so it's kind of just like frustrating and it's like, and I've also rehashed this a lot recently, um, just because, you know, me and my, I am not an only child, I have siblings, mm-hmm. um, and they're all at various stages of kind of similar parallel journeys to what the And one. also you're the oldest. I am the oldest. So you've kind of gone through this storm in some ways first, and mm-hmm. then you kind of like everything you've gone through, if you see it reflected in your younger siblings, oh. it's like, <laughs> oh, now I need to kind of address that. At least I know that that's how... That's how I felt growing up because I was the oldest sibling. So when I saw some of the same cycles occurring in my sibling, I was like, oh, I think that I should talk to them about this because they don't know what's coming and I do. Yeah, it's, it's kind of even hard to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like to, although I do, I absolutely do project and I displace. Mm-hmm. I want to go to like Freud's methods of like handling You can go anywhere you emotions. want. Um, but no, like I'm definitely a projector and I definitely displace emotions. It's a it's a it's an ongoing problem because you all you don't realize because like if you constantly process emotions in a certain direction you don't really see these points and so you like step back which you like literally read it i was helping my brother with psychology stuff 
And I was like, oh, no, there it is. Did a lot of it ring true? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Do you find that more disheartening or at least um, does it have a kernel of hope for you when you, for instance, read something that says like, oh, people that have this issue or that issue, they might do this. And then you're like, oh, my God, that's exactly me. Do you find that? When you when you find that moment of, of synergy, like if you read something online or if you read a journal or if you read a story and there's a character that has this or that kind of similar experience to you and then they react a certain way to you, do you do you find that more more disheartening? Does that make you more closed off or does that kind of give you a glimmer of hope because you're like, oh my God, I'm not alone in this at least? I think anything that makes you like get over yourself a little bit and you're like, oh, it's not just me mm-hmm. over here having this thing mm-hmm. is a is a good thing okay. i think like no it's not like it's always fun mm-hmm. and i mean labels you gotta take everything you read with your grain of salt because sure. it's like you can buy into things a little bit too sure. much or you can have a terrible like reaction to it and be like i can't i literally i can't deal with this like mm-hmm. i can't deal with this problem like mm-hmm. knowing that's a problem is a problem mm-hmm. um so i mean i think because i've definitely come out of a phase where i was like I am alone in everything, and that was that was a waste of time. Um, well, I don't know if it's a waste <laughs> of time. I think it's. I mean, I think it is is a period of life that lots of people sure. go through, right. and especially around your age, maybe a little bit younger than you, is kind of the typical like you start to feel your first pangs of pure adult <laughs> angst, right? Where you're like, oh my god, like I'm really alone. And I mean, yeah, and it's 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 just kind of frustrating because. And it's like entirely self-directed frustration, um, just like where you don't think through things, where you have emotions, and then you're just carried along. And I definitely, like towards the end of high school, I absolutely quit. And, and towards the end, is kind of generous, I would say, for like <laughs> we won't fourteen get, we'll or fifteen let that one go. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for I'm not going to say that there was no reason for it. Um, I would also not say that I handled it as well as I perhaps could have. But like, no, I just kind of stopped thinking. Stop thinking about. Oh. Yeah, you know, you just kind of you get to a point where you're like, well, I can't talk to anybody, mm. and I don't know what to do. So we're just going to clock out for a couple of years. And then so, you wake up a decade later and you're like, oh, dear God. So who do, who do you think you needed to talk to back then? Oh, well, I mean, well, back then. Uh, needed to talk to? I, I mean, like, like who, who, who? Probably talking to anybody would have been a step Okay, up. sure, sure, sure. And about what? I mean, I'm just, I've never been a very honest person, mm-hmm. like, in ter- not like in basic general relation or mm-hmm. like um, interactions, but just in terms of, I've never, I'm not a very honest person. With yourself? Yeah. And, and to other people about myself, just, mm. and again, not in like a general way. Like if I'm having a basic conversation, it's not like I'm not lying, but it's yeah. like. About the deeper stuff? Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, like, you could probably have most of the conversations you have with me with anybody is what I'm saying. It's not a bad thing, but just, like, it's a it's a. You find thing. it difficult to n- not simply stay on the surface with people. Well, I mean, I also just think that, I mean, in, like, that sounds, that's kind of taken out of context. Because, like, in most interactions, that's what the interaction calls for. Like, you don't sure. need personalization. Sure. It's sure. just, you know, it's whatever. Sure, but so. that's why deeper relationships are scary, though. Because oh, yeah. at a certain point, okay. people are like, well, we, if we're like, for instance, if you're if you're like dating someone and they mm-hmm. are not a, a 
your yeah, face no, and you're like actually dating <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. they're probably going to want to know more about what you actually like and what you actually don't like and what you actually want to be in life and what you know like and 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 you said before that you find that there's a wall in in more serious relationships with people where like you feel like you can't give that and you, i mean i mean yeah part of it might just be that i haven't like i haven't uh, stuff that i wanted to do kind of didn't happen so now i'm just kind of like in a crossover place like it might just be that i uh like i mean you, you and you should want you know and it's, or it's fine that you do want different things or new things as you get older like you don't have sure. to something's not like your biggest dream just because you had it when you were five like when you're five there's plenty of things you thought were possible or gonna happen or whatever it doesn't mean it's like the biggest truth thing about you so do you think um do, it, it sounds from what to me like what you just said mm-hmm. um has a hint of shame to it oh yeah um when you talk about <laughs> things that you wish you had done that you hadn't done yeah. it it rings particularly um uh touching to me because you are very very young still and and to me from my perspective so i'm a little bit older than you i'm like well i mean you've got so many years to do things that you want to do it seems like you're not that anyone's ever quote unquote too young or too old for many things but like i I, from my perspective i would think you're too young to be to say that you haven't done the things that you want to do unless what you wanted to do was like win the little little (laughs) miss america championship that like you can only be 14 or something right right I mean, um, those things are past. You you will never be the eighth grade Scripps national champion spelling bee person because you're not in eighth grade anymore. But honestly, my spelling level is probably is it good or bad? Eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love uh, I I loved um, spelling bees in grade school and in middle school because like that was the one time that I sh- that I shined <laughs> because like I was too shy to play sports and like sure. too shy to do anything. But like, god damn it, was I a good <laughs> speller? Nikki actually did that too. That's your brother. Yeah, yeah, yes. My brother did it. And his... It was ridiculous because he went through this whole thing. And the prize was like a, a couple hundred bucks. And his winning word was bacon. And we were all just like, <laughs> I don't know if he deserved this. Um, there was a <laughs> time... Was I still remember. This is like whatever, 20-something <laughs> years later. Um, it was in fifth grade. I think it was the fifth grade one or whatever. And I the, the word that got me was sophistication, I think. <gasps> And I never, ever, ever misspelled it again. Any of those things that has a, an O-P-H instead of an O-F, even though it makes an F sound, I never, ever misspelled them again. Because I was like, dang it, that's my, that was my Achilles heel, which I also know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, enough about me. Um, okay, Shane. Let's, was... let's talk about Shane. Let's talk about Shane for a second. Oh, no. Um, what, what, so yes. these things, these, these like grand things that you wish you would have oh. done, even though you're only 21, like what, what, did, give me something. 21 you... is so old though. No, it is not. So you know. have to stop saying that because you're making me feel bad. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not so old. It's not old at all. It depends because like, it depends on, I, I was a very ambitious child. I had lofty. Let's oh, let's go well, to Dreamland for a second. What did you want to do? Ah, you know, I mean, it's plenty of stuff. I wanted to to run the world, probably. So, like, yeah, to be twenty one. You and can't to, do that because Beyonce already runs the world. I mean, like a step below Beyonce. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not the greatest person in all history, but I would like to be to be mentioned. I would like to be on a list. That people are forced to learn about. You school. could commit a crime right now, and you could be on a list. <laughs> right, but like. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, hopefully one without incarceration. Okay, time good. Is what I'm thinking. So, so you wanted to be remembered? Oh, absolutely. Do you still want to be remembered? Absolutely. And who says you won't be? Probably not. <laughs> I, I mean, nobody will come up and say to my, you're never gonna be remembered. No, that's cruel. But that's, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but I mean, speaking realistically, it depends. I might if I make somebody super angry at Starbucks, they might. Mm, no, but I mean, in the way that you want to be, yeah, who yeah. says that you won't be? I mean, like, why, why? I mean, I could, I could have some massive like turnaround in my thirties or my. 40s. I don't know. I just. You are speaking as if you are a just a rank failure right now, and I, I disagree of, with you. Well, because I think I've had a lot of things to in my mind, in my mind, mm-hmm. not work out. Give me one. Uh, wow. Well, like. I kind of, because of things that were going on when I was growing up, I got very much into kind of the emotional realm where kind of everything lived in my, you know, I would want to do things and they would never get past me. Because I would be very like, ah, you know, nobody, there's no space in this Mm. world for (laughs) things I want to do. You know, just like, there are billions of people. Somebody else is going to do it better. Like, it doesn't matter. Oh. So just like, yeah. And like, I've been doing that since I was like a kid. So now. are you, s- like, you're a self-sabotage. Uh, you're a self-sabotage a artist. A little bit. Self-saboteur. A little bit. <laughs> but like, yeah. So I mean, you know, my whole, my whole childhood, my plan was like, I'm going to get out. I'm going to leave. Like. You're going to get out of your family's house. Yeah, and I'm gonna like get out You're of the city. You're gonna leave the city. I'm gonna okay. yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna head out. I'm gonna do my own thing, and and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna do like I I guess the plan when I was younger because I always thought I was gonna be famous. So the plan when I was a kid was like I'm gonna be an actor. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a writer. Okay. Um, how could you? How is how is the how how are you not gonna be those things ever? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I could to some capacity. I mean, I have. Sure. I have been an actor, and as, and you've, a as you've seen, it hasn't yet hit, reached Broadway. I'm not like, <laughs> no, but like, I don't know, like, I guess it's because I also grew up in a, I, well, also it's not even, everything doesn't have to go back to, you know, uh, what I was told as a child. <laughs> no, but some, some I'm, I'm, I'm gathering does. Yeah, a little bit. And oh. some that you probably don't want to talk about. I mean, but like, it's also just kind of like, uh, it's not that I can't be a writer or I can't be an actor. But you um, tell yourself you can't. Well, just because, I mean, there's a, yeah, because everybody my age is like, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a whatever. And it's like, that's fine. That's fine. And, and. You don't believe them? No, it's not that I don't believe them. It's like, do it, do your thing. And, and why can't you? Because I, do, the th- I'm trying to transition from the point of the thing I believe the most is that somebody else can do it better. Well, wow. and have that okay. like underscore everything sure. I do because like sure. and that's just, and I most of me is like hey get over yourself like just do it doesn't matter that you're not the best you will never be the best and you know that is not a reason to not do things because yeah. that doesn't stop the rest of the world right like I mean not the like you know what I'm saying it's oh. not that other people don't have that sure. same thought process but that you gotta keep going but this uh, kind of self sabotaging <laughs> and self. Um, you know, kind of putting yourself down, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right, is the foundation of so many dreams that don't get fulfilled, right? Right. Because, uh, like you said, and I think that's really, really powerful, to, to hear in your head, oh, I, why even bother doing this because someone else would do it better, right. um, stops everything. Stops, right. stops progress. Stops working towards 
the best you could be. Yeah, and like depending on how fundamental the belief that is, it's something as basic as like a relationship. Being... So you think someone else would be better for everyone that you're with, so they should just be with them. Right. Wow. And I mean, like, that's, it's, as, when you single it out, like, when you look at, like, the undiluted thought, that's a terrible thing to think. It's, and it's very, it, it, like, it can be very painful, sure. Very limiting. It's, like, very counterproductive. And like I said earlier, like, the thing that is, like, I think truest about me is that I like to, to do things. And, like, you can't, that's directly competing with mm-hmm. everything you do should be done by somebody else. Wow. So, like... Do you think part of why you like to do so many things is that you kind of have an excuse for not being <laughs> yeah. good? I that's that that might be. I mean, like, genuinely, I'm interested in love. Sure, like, I'm not I saying mean, you're not yeah. interested. I'm saying what I'm trying to get at what's driving the interest, though, right? I well, because I want to. I guess that's kind of, like that could be part of it. I think a bigger part of it is wanting to. It's just like more of a self reliance streak. Mm. Like I just want to be like, I want to have an answer for this. I mm, want to know what to do. I get Whoops. It. I just like you want to hit my microphone. Yeah, I'm sorry. You did it. Um, but like, oh, and also like, not information is currency. I mean, like, mm. if you can put the right pieces together, you can be a producer for anything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, I think like, no, I would say that that's just one of I would say that's one of my more like one of my purest drives as a as a, as me mm-hmm. is just wanting to be able to do things. I want to be able to like know what I'm putting into things. Because I'm also big on like the integrity of like things that I'm doing. Like if mm-hmm. I when I do care about them, like I want to know what I'm doing with it. I'm like one of those like healthy nuts. They're <laughs> like I've got to know everything that's in this. You also come off a little bit to me as like a prepper. You know the pe- <laughs> you know the people that get ready for the apocalypse. Yeah. It seems like a little bit a little bit of the tone in the way that you are describing all these things kind of rings to me as someone who believes that disaster is always around the corner so you have to be prepared with every bit of knowledge you can in every single subject so that no one can ever prove you wrong um or make you feel stupid or make you feel less than (laughs) um wow um (laughs) well i mean stop me if i'm wrong here well i'm definitely a competitive person okay yeah what do you think drives that um, it's not even, I don't, it's not to like destroy other people or like, it's not really like, no. uh, it's, it's, it's mostly that I like to, it comes back to being able to do things. Cause I like to be able, like, I want to be able to answer questions. I want to sure. be able to have the right information. It's not sure. because I want to have information other people don't have. It's that I just want to always be able to I think you want contribute. To have, I think you want to have information other people do have. I think that's your motivation. Oh, like what? Being like. Like you don't want relatable, to, um, more like um, uh, more like a defense mechanism. Like if you you don't want to be caught, it's like the old like dream, right? That, that like kids have that like they have oh, this nightmare where like you go to school and you don't yeah. have your homework and you have to give up like a, a whatever and you didn't wear your pants or something stupid <laughs> like that. I think it's like happens to me last week. I think it's like I think it's like that, right? Shh. Like you feel like if you if you don't have all the information ahead of time. If you're not prepared, yes, right. then someone will catch you off guard and that will be scary. Yeah, I like being prepared. <laughs> right, that, yes. And so f- if we take it all the way back to talking about relationships with mm-hmm. people, that's something you can't prepare for because right. life is not a checklist. I've been directly called out for that. <laughs> I had no, like, I think um, the guy, my, my absolute favorite person. Okay. Um, I, 
I ended it and I was like, I can't do this because like. Are you talking about the same guy? No, it was a guy before him. Okay, so okay. I don't know so, why I said that. No, no, that's no, that's, that's totally fine. So this is okay. So now we're talking about a, a separate relationship, mm-hmm. and this was like a while ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So uh, explain again. So you were with you were with someone else, and you you described you just described him as like your favorite person. Yeah. No, he's he's wonderful. He's he's I mean he's a wonderful person, but like but you ended the relationship because well, just because I felt like I could not keep it up. You could like, not keep up a facade or something? Yeah, because it's like, it was a weird thing where it was like, I knew that I wanted to be with him in the first place. So, like, I like I was very direct about that. Like, I was actually, I asked him out. Like, it was the whole thing. Um, I mean, it's the 2000s. You go, hey, you go, girl. Hey, I meant, like, on a personal <laughs> level. Oh, okay. Not, like, it wasn't a social <laughs> cause. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, um. You were paying for dates. You were holding doors. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, no, no, no. But, like, yeah, no, because he, he was great. Um, but then it was this weird transition where once we're actually together, it was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. You feel like you're going to fail somehow. Yeah, because it's just being that close to somebody you Mm -hmm. are you will slip up here's the fun thing you don't have a way out of failing and it's like Mm -hmm. and i mean failing i'm saying failure is like is that the thing like right there when i said the word failure however you react to that word that's on you like because it's just a word it's just and the thing is failure is not an end point it's just it's a it's a part of a of a cycle mm-hmm. like because you, you with everything you fail and mm-hmm. like you fail in a million ways whether or not you register it like that's the thing it's like what you register as a failure is just about how you think about it and also i think that you're using the word uh failure whereas most people use that as a very harsh word yeah i think that you're also using it as a substitute for what many of us would just say is a mistake correct or, or Mis- a bad day no 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 i don't have those it is like it right. is failure so so you're expressing <laughs> Some really, really strong kind of black and white thinking, aren't you? I, I, yeah, and I didn't used to think of myself as like a black or white thinker, but I think I definitely have. I don't know if it's even re- like I don't know when it started, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, when it comes to my performance, yes, yours, yeah, it's very much. It's either a success or a failure. There's nothing in between. Correct. You can't have a normal day or a bad day no. or a sad day or whatever. You either. <laughs> nope. It is like. I, I always I know I'm always so disappointed in yourself. Yes. Are you disappointed in others too? Um, no. No. I mean, that's such that would be a strange thing, I guess. Because, to be disappointed in others? Yeah, because like I think I just I the uh, I think that I because no because I I I think other people are things that I I measure more in terms of. What you, like are you doing? Like what are you doing? Like if you're so like, because I think people, I think other people have, you know, they have bad days, they have good days, they have like things that they're acting. Because they're at. human. Everybody's just doing like their thing, you know, and the best to what they understand the best to mean. So I. Think, but you're not. Um, but like I'm in my own head. Hmm. So like I, so every time I do something that I know I shouldn't do, every time I don't connect the dots, every mm-hmm. time I'm like. 
not doing something exceptional, which is basically all the time. <laughs> I'm <laughs> very disappointed because it's like, I know that exceptional is something else. I know what I, the thing I just did, explain yourself. Like, why would you have done that? And just like, it's anything because it's like, and the fact that I make mistakes in the small stuff tells me that I can't do the next level, which is like hmm. stupid because it's kind of like, okay, so you make mistakes in the small level, mm-hmm. whatever, there's there's that human error. Mm-hmm. But like, to me, I also have this kind of like childish perspective where I look at other people and it's like, oh my God, yes, you're so beautiful. Look at what you're doing, all perfect. And it's like, that's clearly not yeah how it works so so you know so it seems to me that you're saying that you know on a a purely intellectual level that life isn't perfect for anyone right Right. and that everyone has struggles and that everyone thinks that they're a failure and that no one except for narcissistic people or sociopaths (laughs) who have no no empathy for other humans like everyone thinks that they do crappy and no one understands that the no one can see the special things about themselves, right? All of us can see our failures because we know ourselves better than anyone else knows us, right? And we know how hard we try at certain things. And so we know the extent to which in our own minds we fail at them, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't know and we don't see inside anyone else's head. Right. Unless they open themselves to us and they say, this is what my head is. But we usually we don't, mm-hmm. right? Right. So it seems to me that you... It seems to me that you would read one of those chicken soup for the soul books and you would just burn it. <laughs> yeah. Because it seems to me like if you if you come if you come across <laughs> if you come across a story that 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 speaks to someone's um, persistence, you would be like, yeah, but they still did it better than me. Like <laughs> e- even even if it, like even if it like completely mirrors your own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just and also just like. Nothing can make up for what you didn't do. You know what I'm saying? Except for the next thing that you do. Unless you don't do that either. <laughs> but it's still your choice, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying it's not that it's not your choice. It's mm-hmm. like, it just nothing can make up for... Or, it depends. Like, are you doing enough to, like, make that change? And I just... That's kind of the underlying thing for me is that I just don't ever feel like I've... I feel like there's so much I haven't made up. So, give me something mm-hmm. that you want to change. About, about yourself. So, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> um, so, like, what are you fighting? A lot of things. Okay. Oh, so much. I mean, because I'm, fi- I'm, I'm just a bundle of paradoxes. It's very. I mean, I think most people are. Oh yeah, no, that's not to be like. Well, I'm special. Listen to the word paradox. Um, I just. Because, I mean, like I said, I want to, my primary goal is to leave an impact. Like, I want to, and I mean, I really just, I want to do something where I'm, like, where I'm helping people. Like, I just, because, mm-hmm. like, that's the only thing that makes sense to me is, like, service. You have to, like, and I'm not saying, you know, in some way where you can get, where you can point to, yes, I've, I've I'm, I'm helping out people right mm-hmm. now. I'm, like, giving back to them their lives this is gonna do something that's useful sure like that makes sense but it's like i'm literally i'm not i'm not doing well that right okay can i play devil's advocate for, for a second sure. and then sure. we can talk about the bigger picture because i know you're talking about kind of two things at mm-hmm. once oh, okay. um well to me you are 
there's the there's the kind of right now and then there's like the macro picture of like you think about your whole life and people's legacy and stuff like that stuff yeah. that usually people much older than you think about but it seems that you've got an early head start on it <laughs> um but it, but if you're talking about like the micro level you talk yeah. about like the right now yeah. i would play devil's advocate and say you've already you've already helped lots of people because i know you personally and i know the things that you do and i know the kids you work with and i know that you make a difference so i would say i would call bullshit on that sorry <laughs> uh on the macro level though which is really the big thing we're talking about we're talking about like legacy and like mm -hmm. wanting to make an impact and feeling like you can't um i would say you don't know and i think you don't know what you're gonna do and i think to to an extent none of us know right because that's something that's that book is usually written once we're no longer here and i think that is scary I know it's scary for me. I, I, I don't know. I can't put words in your mouth about it if it's scary for you. But it seems like what you're saying is it is scary for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't like... I mean, I think we've already... We've covered that I don't like not knowing. Mm -hmm. And I don't like... I mean, yeah, one day we will all die. We'll yes. be dead. It's gone. You heard it here like, first, folks. <laughs> hey, surprise. Spoilers. Uh, you're going to die one day. We are. Um, this kind of dark. That's fine. Um, pulling it back. But no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want it to be. Oh, I don't want to be on my deathbed and then be like, huh, I wonder if that mattered at all. But don't you think you will be anyways? Yes. But like, I would like to be able to point to some moments where I was like, yeah, I mean, at least I turned up at that thing and I was there for that thing. And like right now. Like it... Super Bowl 35 or. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, called Janet Jackson. Um, if no, if I'm like, it were, were I to be on my deathbed tomorrow, uh -huh. I would have some issues with that. I mean, I mean, outside of the realms of dying, the fact that you're super young, <laughs> yeah, it's not outside, very normal to die at 21. Yeah, outside of outside of actually dying, I would have some issues. You know, like I can't. And that's the thing is that I kind of, I don't know. Like I've always, you, you know, you say that I'm young to think this, but I've. It's always been like because it's been there since I could remember. I've always wanted to. Mm -hmm. I've been so intrigued with interacting with the world, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's never stuck. I've also I've I, you know I was like I was very I've had so many like de like developmental roadblocks mm -hmm. in like interacting with the world. I think it's kind of like an unhealthy obsession at this point. So like, oh okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the grass is always greener. You feel like a little bit, yeah. Because yeah. like I was, I was super shy when I was a kid, sure. and like I'm kind of, it's off putting the right word. <laughs> now I'm a little bit. I mean, you. Let's preface this by saying you feel like you are. I don't think you're off putting at all, but that's not about what I think. I'm. Uh, something that doesn't seem to i don't know maybe i'm not a super warm person okay necessarily well that makes sense given all you all yeah. you said about not being able to like kind of open up to people you're going to come off like yeah i'm like i'm super sh like I'm, I'm atrocious at like small talk and like all those like basic building blocks i suck at hmm. and then like the bigger building blocks i suck at so it doesn't give me much room to like. So you're not doing a lot of building yeah. then, right? Right, and just like, and I've also put. Um, I mean, I've been busy with a lot of like emotional baggage shit for like the past couple of years. Okay. So it's like a lot in terms of 
wow, what are your politics? What TV shows have you been watching? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm kind of behind the curve on like a bunch of different just like sound bites that people have stocked up. It's like, this is this is Ted. Ted watches this. Ted reads this. Sure. Ted has these beliefs. Like sure. you just it's like your profile, if you will, on things that you can interact with with yourself that you can give to other people. I'm like I'm not there. I'm not at like, and I'm not gonna say like a huge level. I don't think people be like oh, blah like this person like nobody's ever been like wow you're fucking weird. Like I don't get like that sort of thing. But it's like I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't feel like I have a lot to contribute that's not just like i have feelings hello and like i'm not trying to downplay like emotion or thought or being like yourself or like uh-huh. not having access to a tv when you're a child whatever like it's more like i've relied on that over much and like it gets to a point where it's just like you're kind of being stupid because like you're you're basically promoting your own state of ignorance mm. i'm talking about myself like this sure. is not i'm not talking about anybody else like sure. everybody else do what you want um, i'm talking about myself um so it's just kind of like okay so you don't know all this basic stuff so sure. are you gonna fix that and then sure. it's like huh, maybe I, maybe uh, eventually okay so let me so let me ask you this so you you've you've um you've kind of laid out a case against emotions uh, oh, to, sure. to me. Okay. Uh, and that's just the way it's sounding to me. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you this, um, because it's obvious <laughs> that you have some big ones. Um, are you are you afraid of things you feel? I would say um, I've just been to the dark side of the, of like emotions. Okay. Um, and I've let them. I've relied on them too much, but they've okay. also gotten the way of my of 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 my development too much and i've seen what they do to other people yeah. and i don't like what they've done to me i yeah. don't like what they've done to other people and like problematically the people i'm discussing are uh, people i've been in very intimate positions with where it's like yes being emotionally carried away in that position would only have gone badly mm. and the f- uh, i just yeah it's not that i have a general problem with people's emotions and obviously i think you know other people do relatively well with them and like there's all kinds of it's a spectrum and i know that they can be terrible they Mm -hmm. can be great they're just they're things that make up people Mm -hmm. um is it scary to you that they can't be controlled because they just happen well uh is it or would you uh, is your philosophy that you think they can be controlled to an here's the thing okay. i mean yes and no right because i mean sure. sometimes there are things there's ways that the brain works there and i mean there's certain people who like would have a really hard time doing that and i mean that's that's their that's the truth about them mm-hmm. right it's so it depends on the person mm-hmm. um but i think to an extent can they be controlled yes there's an extent that i think that they can be controlled it depends on how much time you spend thinking about it that way though it's not like you're going to assume oh there's a way for me to change this like if you don't think about it that way um but yeah no i mean at least for the people the uh, the reason that i think about it this way is because of you know some very specific people and specific interactions and in those instances those people did nothing to change how they felt ever it was always about how they felt Mm. and there was never any work done to change it despite the fact that it made them and everybody else around them miserable so it was like yeah no i don't respect that that was hard for me and that definitely set a bad precedent Mm -hmm. and like i so i do have a problem with it 
Like, so it's not it's not the emotions that are the problems. It's people's um, it's the carriers of emotions. It's people's irresponsibility with with their actions and reactions to their own emotions that you have a problem with. Right, and like to an extent, I don't think it's necessarily fair or rational because like I think there's I mean a lot emotions of people, aren't rational by their very well, like or even to like expect people to like to think the way because I don't think I necessarily think about them in a way that most people would mm. like because there's not supposed to be something wrong with your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Not like, inherently. Right, no. right. No. Like, to an extent, sure. But, like, in general, I mean, it's probably fine. But, like, I kind of condemn the whole batch. Just be, and, like, not, well, not it's all easy, of me, but, like... It's easy to throw the baby out with the bathwater, <laughs> right? I mean, like... I also hate babies. Just kidding. Um, no. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just get... You know, because you have... Regardless of where you go or how much you grow, there's certain habits that are just kind of there mm-hmm. and just ways of thinking that you get used to. You get, there's, I don't know, I don't know if this helps, but it's like, you know, if you think of like the thoughts in your head having different tones, different voices, maybe sure. even, not that I have voices in my head. It's okay, we all do. <laughs> no, but just like, if you're defined, you know, just like there's certain things that you can be in a crowded room and there's still a voice that you'll hear. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like that, where just like, you can be so like you know you can be uh, getting a lot of different information you can you can change and grow and whatever but sometimes there's just there's still and you might not even be that aware of it but like there's certain voices that carry clearly and you just have to tell them to you know you're like I, I get it but you know <laughs> tough right and also like yeah you can't just because you knew somebody who did something doesn't mean you will know some like just you, you the future is on the past right right so let's say you had a magic switch and you could turn emotions off oh no and, i mean I would do that. and just be like a complete <laughs> stoic worker bee do whatever you want to do but only be intellectual about it would you would you like that um or if you want to get don't. more poetic with it what about this would you would you take back this is to wrap this whole conversation back around because the story you started with is about uh, the relationship you had mm-hmm. that you felt like you and we, we got to get back to this anyways before we wrap up because you <laughs> ran away from it but we're getting back to it now yes. would you turn off would you rather mm-hmm. be able to turn off your negative emotions, mm-hmm. but also have to turn off the good ones too. Turn off all of them. Um, would you, would you rather have that relationship back where you have all your emotions, or would you rather turn off all of them and be able to live your life free from the burdens that the negative ones have given you? Wait, have the relationship back? Yeah. And then have no, but you gotta everything. keep all the baggage. You gotta keep all the baggage, but you get the dude back. <laughs> Um, yikes. I don't know if I like either one of those options. Ah, I know. Life's full of tough decisions. Eh. Well, because I also, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, like, going backwards with oh, relationships. Okay. Or, or, like, in general. But also, like, with relationships. Because kind of, like, what would be the point of that? I don't know. What would not that be there's the point a point to relationships. But it's, like, when you're thinking about it, you obviously assign values to it. And it's, like, I don't. It was good for what it was and when it was. But, like, I'm at a point where I'm, like, eh. It, really? No, not like, not like, eh, and like, I, I didn't care, but like, eh, as in, I, like, there's a point of closure to it, and it's like, I think actually because, like, 
I was really, and it was funny because you you also can't manufacture these things, but you realize there are certain ways that work for like processing emotions or getting over certain things, and it's like that's good to know. I don't know how that happened that time, but it worked. So it was like I had a really. I was like on and off, like kind of like upset about it after he left. That makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, I had one night, I guess, where I like went out for a walk and I just like got ha- and it was like in his neighborhood because I was like crashing with a friend who lived by him. Just so happens. Um, and I like went past his place and I just like mm. just started sobbing, mm-hmm. just like crying all over the streets. Yeah, and just like. I, I, and that was kind of... And that's not normally you, I'm assuming. Or maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, if you've heard about the infamous wailing woman of... No, no, I mean like, you know, is that normally a thing no. that you do or is that an abnormal Every okay. so often I cry and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, no, so like, and I just, I just was so fucking miserable and I was just, but it all came at, like, it just yeah, hit me. sure. And I was like, Well, that's, those are what emotions are. <laughs> Um, yeah, and also it's another thing. Like, emotions tend to come to me by degrees. So, like, and that's just, an, like, an, a thing uh, about me. But, like, yeah, no, that was just, just dropped on me like bricks. A, a wave. Yeah. And it was, oh, man, it was it was terrible. It was absolutely, but, like, it was, I also wouldn't trade it for anything. Because mm-hmm. it was just, right. you know, it was past the, it's past the point of describing it. But it was, like, it was... It was it was an infinite. It was just kind of like a. It, it felt like uh, I mean obviously it's not that's not quite the right word, but it felt just like free, it felt like a like a pardon. Mm. I don't know how that works, but it just felt like you were just had a moment where you were like everything's just taken off the table for a second. And you have one thing that you focus on, and it mm. was just being fucking like sad and torn up about it. And that you allowed yourself to in that moment to I be, didn't mean to. <laughs> no, you didn't mean to. Um, but for whatever reason, that seems like it was a real gift. It yeah right exactly. So it's like I can't, you know, and like that's the thing is that I didn't. People experience emotions differently, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like I don't know who I would be if I if I felt things differently. So like I can't say that I would trade emotions because like those are and like what is thought like that's things that we separate these things and they're not really separate you know Mm -hmm. at least not in the way that we've evolved so it's like i wouldn't shut it off like obviously they're they can be a problem for me but i would also say that what's really a problem for me is like dependency on certain types of emotions and not letting myself have other emotions so like i don't think that when it comes down to it the emotions are the problem the way that you treat them right is the problem or react to them right and like it's very hard to get out of the positions that you find yourself in with feelings mm-hmm. so like that's the part that sucks and then you're like feelings are terrible no more feel but that's not really the point mm. like the point is what how do you want to live with this absolutely because you're going to so. live with it whether you like it or not right and like taking at the feel like yeah no i don't want to like and like often that's something that makes you more sad is you're like, oh, I don't feel anything right now. Or like you kind of like you can get into a position where you just kind of feel like ambivalent. But it's like mm-hmm. that's just saying that you're not. So you have to like you've settled in some way. Mm-hmm. That's your you're brain telling you. Right. right. So that's just saying work harder, pick mm-hmm. a new like go out and mm-hmm. 
fucking do something, change something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Like, if you are secure, but you feel ambivalent, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have to change something. Mm. Like, nothing is going to replace caring yeah and you can't manufacture that and you can't tell yourself that you care it doesn't matter if it's about people right. or your job right. or whatever like if you reach a point and you're like and you're thinking about something else do it it doesn't that's mm. it because i thought it's never get like if it keeps coming it's gonna be there till the day you fucking die right and you're always gonna re- and then it's gonna become regret right and then it's really gonna stick to you and then it's really gonna suck Right. So you just you have to acknowledge that there is a fundamental truth about you in in these regards because they're mm-hmm. going to tell you to your face, here I am. Take me by the hand and do something with me. It's mm-hmm. like and that's who you are. I well, for being someone who says that, you know, number one, you, you you're you're very closed off and, <laughs> and number two, you don't think that you're going to have any impact or say anything worthwhile, I think that you have uh, proven uh, completely incorrect in both of those. So congratulations on that. And before we uh, before we wrap up, I want to ask one more question. I want to think about this for a second. Um, so, what does you you spoke a lot today about um, about regret, about things that you kind of wish you would have done, or things that you feel have passed you by, or like you feel like even though you're so so still so young, you feel like you know you you could have done this or that, and you want to be doing this or that. Mm-hmm. So, what does a successful life for you? Let's let's take let's take everything off the table and let's imagine a fantasy world in which you can do what you like, and you're not in your own way, and you're not, and nothing else is in your way either. What does the next five or ten years look like for you? Like, what do you what do you consider a success? Like, what would what would make you happy or feel like you don't have these regrets? Like, what do you want to be doing in the next five or ten years? Um. Hmm. Um. Well, I definitely I I feel like I won't have any closure like i really really have always wanted to like travel and do stuff so mm-hmm. like i would love to do that okay in whatever capacity probably like, i mean that's it. it's like i've been and i really want to be doing something where i know that i am you know maybe i won't be satisfied with it but like where mm-hmm. at least i'm contributing to a community <laughs> like in a uh, and i don't know like it's not so like disregard other communities I've been a part of it just it's never felt like I'm doing it doesn't really feel like I'm doing anything let alone enough so so it's really not your actions that are giving you a measurable response really what you're looking for is for yourself to be able to give you a measurable response like you want like you just said you want to know that you are making a difference yeah, I guess it's always, I don't know, because I've just never felt like I've known enough. I've mm-hmm. never felt like I've had enough to give. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always felt like I'm still putting myself first. I'm still not, hmm. like, I could do better. I could do so. Like, I just, I know that there's better. And the fact that I'm not doing that better, mm-hmm. being that better, mm-hmm. you know, like, speaking that better is just, all of it really gets to me. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be that person, though, um, which is potentially a problem because like if you set yourself up Mm -hmm. 
to be measured against this like godlike figure. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's godlike though. I just feel like it's an ideal in your head. Yeah, and I f- I do feel that I could be a lot better than I am. So I don't know. I what guess... do you think is going to get you there? Is going to get you to your version of better, or what could get you there? Um. Is it for you like a, a regular kind of mental or meditative practice? Is it is it focusing on this versus that? Is it is it what what do you think it is? Um, I, I don't know, probably have to become like a, a fucking doctor and be like a <laughs> kidney donor and just. I don't. I, you know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that that wouldn't even satisfy you because I don't think that's what the problem. Still is. have one kidney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one kidney too much too many um or maybe i can ask you this the other way because frequently people who have who have blocks in this regard they find it easier to speak to other people about it Uh so i'd ask you this is kind of cliche but i think it works a lot like what would you say to someone who's kind of struggling with the same things you are oh oh well like if someone comes up to you and says, "I feel <laughs> I'll never be enough. I'm never. I'm like everything I do is worthless." And and you see the things they do, and to you they're not worthless at all. Right. What would you tell them? I mean, I would tell them that you. Uh, that's not something you're gonna find. It's something that you have to, or like, you have to start by taking yourself seriously. And even mm. if that's that, it's to the extent with which you are dissatisfied. Mm-hmm take that seriously and seriously means realistically mm. it means get over yourself like mm. stop building like you are not the worst person you're probably not the best person that's not what i would say to them but it's like the gist would be that should go on a hallmark card <laughs> that should be you're all right <laughs> like somewhere in between the bat mitzvah and the happy birthday cards there's like a there's like a just a eh, eh section, and you like look in that section. It says uh, you're not the best person, you're not the worst person. Eh, you're somewhere. No, I yeah no. Okay, what I what I would actually say is no, but like it would be yeah. You know, take yourself seriously, um, and take support where you can get it, but don't rely on it. You know, you've got to realize that what you want and what you need is. Um, you are the only person who can make that happen. You are mm. the only person to which that matters in the way that it will keep you up at night. Mm-hmm. And um, so guess, we have our answers yeah. inside us. Yeah, and I guess you know you gotta. I would say forgiveness is something mm. that you have to bring into play because if you don't, you just kind of take yourself like all the stuff you don't like is already something that's kind of misshapen and disfigured. Mm. You know, that's a part, because it's part of you that you can't access or have difficulty accessing, mm. whatever. Uh, and forgiveness is something that can reshape what has been disfigured. Mm. And I think if you can find a way to forgive yourself for how, you know, you may have been or what you may have done or not done, mm-hmm. not have been, um, mm-hmm. can help you. It will kind of release that figure um, to be something new. But, mm. like, as long as you're holding on to... Because you're the one that's keeping it in shape if mm-hmm. you don't let it go. I love that. I think that's a beautiful place to uh, to end this episode. Um, thank you so much, Savannah, for coming in. 
and uh, she's gonna be silent. I think is she gonna say bye? No, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's 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 been a wonderful chat, and and like I said, I mean, like I know that this this podcast ain't about me. Um, but, uh, on a personal note, I've, I've known you a long time and I, I certainly understand what it's like to feel like you don't make an impact, but in my experience, I know that you have, and, uh, I do hope that people hear this and heed your words because I think they are very, very wise. Um, so thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you everyone for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.